What's up, everybody? My name is Austin Lee, and welcome to the fifth and final episode of season one of The Walk Talk, an unfiltered discussion about Asian America. So I quickly want to give my thanks to all of you for listening over these past few months. It really means a lot, and I really appreciate all the support you guys have given me. And so for today's episode, I'm joined by a very close friend of mine, Ryan Hoxton. Hi, guys. Um, my name is Ryan. I'm a junior at Carmont High School. And, you know, I've known Austin since the beginning of middle school. So I know this guy pretty well. Um, right now, my hobbies are soccer and, you know, just hang out with friends. Today, I want you guys to join us as we shift from racism against the Asian Americans as a whole that we've discussed in the past few episodes um, and more to internalize racism within the Asian communities. So to start, I quickly want to talk about the term Asian. You know, it's obviously used to describe all people of Asia, whether that be Southeast, Northeast, etc. But too often people think all Asians are the same. And this is definitely true in some cases. Um, but Asians are also a very diverse group of people with many various backgrounds, cultures, dialogues, and traditions. Um, and I want to point out that with such differences comes a history of internalized tensions and racism. So this topic wasn't something that I had thought of and something that I've ever thought of, actually. And it wasn't until I asked Ryan what he wanted to talk about first first episode with Walk Talk. Um, and he brought up this, this story that he had. And so, Ryan, I quickly like, want to ask you, do you, what do you know about you know, internalized racism, and is there anything that you want to tell the people? Yeah, well, um, obviously, I'm not a historian, you know, and I'm no professional to be discussing this topic. But based off of my own experiences, I'm sure that Asian on Asian racism has dated back since centuries, centuries ago. Um, but the earliest examples I found occurred during the late 19th and 20th centuries. After the second industrial revolution in America, Asians migrated to America in search of new job opportunities. And this huge migration caused the relationship between Asian groups uh, to be marked with suspicion and sometimes even direct conflict. Such antagonism between groups would seem to be incongruous given the shared discrimination that they all face in the new world. But as nativist and anti-immigration ideas grew, there became a limited supply of, supp supply of jobs for Asian Americans. And as a result, a mutual hostility filled with racial prejudice developed between Asian groups as they competed against each other. Yeah, um, and I kind of researched the same time frame, um, you know, as the post-second industrial revolution. And so later in the 1930s, Japan invaded the Chinese province of Manchuria. Remember that date, September 18, 1931. The Japanese, who by treaty patrolled the Southern Manchurian Railway, had secretly and illegally increased their garrisons. And millions and millions of Chinese citizens were brutalized and even killed in vicious ways. Um, and so women were sexualized and because of these, China, China reacted, you know, with anti-Japanese sentiments and hatred because of the way they were treated. Um, and so these tensions are also seen, seen between uh, Japan and Korea. And this was when Japan invaded and conquered part of Korea before World War II. And so Koreans were kind of seen as Japanese subjects until the end of the war. And the Japanese kind of justified their colonial rule of Korea as they felt superior and held a hatred for Korean culture. And so obviously like because of the way they're treated and because Japan thinks that they're superior, the Koreans are gonna react in, the, in, a, in a way that's fueled by um, kind of like hostility and hatred. And so because of that, internalized racism has kind of developed between all of these Asian groups and it's been passed on generation to generation systematically. Um, and it's kind of still prevalent today. Yeah, definitely Austin. Um, and adding on to this, I just want to say that there's also a lot of anti-Korean sentiment in China, 
which is dated back before World War II, when lots of um, Chinese people immigrated into Korea, which caused a lot of anger as they were blamed for disrupting the other nations' labor environments, which caused employment instability. You know, in all of these like instances uh, in the early 19th century, all, der all derived the idea of just competition between Asian races. And as one, as one Asian culture uh, invades um, one's home front, you know, they began, they begin to disrupt uh, labor environments and, you know, shift culture within that invaded nation. I thought it was very interesting how, like, all of these, all of these anti, you know, Asian sentiments um, between these Asian groups has developed because, like you said, like colonization and invasion, but also mostly because, like, economics, right? The idea that they want to, they want to generate the most wealth and, and, bec and become the most powerful. Um, and I think we've kind of, we've kind of scratched the surface and, and talked about the, the origins of Asian, internalized racism within Asians enough. Um, I just wanted to ask you, Ryan, have you had any experiences with internalized racism? Um, and if so, like, are there any stories you want to uh, share about those experiences? Yes. You know, firsthand, I don't have any specific experiences, but my brother actually told me a story um, about when he was actually chilling at his girlfriend's house around five years ago. And his girlfriend is um, Chinese and traditional Chinese to be exact. You know, her parents immigrated from China and her grandparents are very um, traditional. So one day when my brother was chilling at his girlfriend's house, his, her parents or his girlfriend's parents, you know, got a, got a call from, from her grandparents. And essentially what they said was that, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come over um, in like 20 minutes. And this initially caused uh, my brother's my my brother's girlfriend's parents to freak out and the mm -hmm. reason for this my brother didn't know and he actually was just confused he was like why why is this such a why is it such a big deal and actually he was forced to be sat in a closet where he was hidden from his girlfriend's grandparents and this is because his girlfriend's grandparents didn't accept him um, as a filipino male and they only wanted their granddaughter today a traditional chinese man mm -hmm. I feel like the story is a perfect segue into like the recent examples of this internalized racism between the Asian community. And based off of my research, I've actually found recent racism between Chinese and Filipinos has increased due to, COVID, due to the COVID pandemic. So, you know, I read that according to a series of surveys by the Research Alpha Social Weather Stations, which are frequently referenced in Philippine media, most Filipinos harbor a deep distrust of China. And although this discontent is mostly harbored towards the country of China, it is also shifted towards Chinese people. Yeah, and I think it's I think it's important to kind of point out that this internalized racism is still very prevalent today, although not common. You know, like the story of of Ryan that Ryan told it happened like around you know eight to ten years ago, which isn't that long. Um, and the thing he's telling you guys right now is because of the COVID pandemic, so that's you know maybe one two at most three years. Um, and so this also is the same for, you know, Koreans and Chinese uh, as anti-China sentiment has become a global trend. I think it's really interesting because, you know, in the last few episodes and even during a tech talk that I gave, I talked about how I talked about the discrimination Asian Americans faced because of um, the COVID pandemic from like, outs like other ethnicity groups. And it's really interesting to see how that kind of hatred and prejudice has is, is very prevalent within the Asian communities. Um, and I read this article in January, in January of 2022, and it talked about how nationalist sentiments against ethnic Koreans have reportedly been on the rise 
um, as criticism towards Japan is a very popular stance in Korean politics. And these sentiments are kind of the same for, for the Japanese as they really oppose the nuclear missile testing in Korea and most, most specifically uh, Pyongyang. So, yeah, you know, I think based off of these instances, we can conclude that uh, awareness needs to be spread about this topic of um, Asian, Asian American internalized racism. I feel like it's not really looked upon by uh, society today and that if we do fix this and we do maybe um, shift our culture uh, to be more united, we can definitely benefit society today. Yeah, that's actually, that's a perfect way, perfect message to spread. Um, and once again, this episode, we're not trying to like, you know, bash any Asian cultures. We're kind of just trying to spread awareness on this issue, like no matter how small. Um, and so that will wrap it up for episode five of the walk talk once again a huge shout out to all of you for listening to me and supporting me over these past few months um and also a shout out to ryan for joining me today and so the walk talk you will find this on scott center and on spotify um so yeah that's all we have thank you